Welcome to today's episode of Doing Good as we celebrate Ashraf Yassin. This young professional immigrated to America as a teenager, learned English, finished high school, attended college, and volunteered all along the way to help others throughout his local Tennessee community. Hey Ashraf, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. How you doing, Megan? Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the Doing Good Podcast. Thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. We're glad you're here. Would you mind introducing yourself to the listeners out there? I'm aware of your background, and I want you to be able to share that with them in your own words. My name is Ashraf Yassin. Many people call me Ash. I'm originally from Palestine. I was born and raised in Jordan, in the Middle East, to the U.S. a little bit over five years ago now. Came as an immigrant. I'm here today to talk about the importance of volunteering, how it impacts uh, others' lives and uh, our own life as well. That's great. So have you been volunteering since you came to the United States? And if so, how and why? Volunteering, I've been doing for a while, even before I come to the U.S., since I was like 15, 16 years old different organizations back home in Jordan. So whenever I came here, the uh, Murfreesboro Muslim Youth here in Murfreesboro and the work they do founded uh, a year before I came here, looked at the work. I tried to engage myself a little bit uh, with them. And with time, uh, I started doing a lot of work with them. And uh, we are here now after five years. That's great. Can you tell us a little bit, since there's such a big piece of your volunteering story, can you tell us a little bit about who they are and what they do as a group, as an organization? Absolutely. Uh, Murfreesboro Muslim Youth, a nonprofit organization dedicated to the youth empowerment, education, and uh, community service. Our mission is to help connect, develop, grow, learn from, and educate our youth from all age groups through our working together and serving the community. We also, our objectives uh, are to provide our youth with opportunities to serve the community we live in, uh, foster relationship with one another, and enhance the good nature in each one of them, all while developing a sense of pride in our Muslim identity. Talking about them in general, uh, that's our mission, our objective. That's what we try to do. That's what we uh, always try to work on. That sounds beautiful. Can you give an example or a story that you could share with us mm-hmm. about how you volunteered through Murfreesboro Muslim Youth? Yeah, absolutely. So whenever I came, a few months after I came, uh, the president of the organization uh, gave me a call because I've met with I've met with him before a few times and I was like hey whenever there's an opportunity that I can help with something just please let me know one day he just called me he was like yeah there's a refugee family in Nashville that they need help with a few things I'm going down to Nashville if you'd like to come with me and help them it was in 2016 whenever we still the US was accepting refugees by then and uh, we went there and we helped them you just have that feeling dealing with those people, trying to do as much as you can to help them, uh, try to make them feel better. They're new here, you know, they're, they're not, they don't know the language. I also was new here and my language 
wasn't that good at that time. It's not it's not like it's perfect now, but what I'm saying is like it's kind of, it's better now. But, I think it's uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> so then how did you as an 18-year-old help with a refugee family brand new who probably didn't know the language or culture or anything? How did you actually help them? Basically, so they would feel really comfy talking to me about what what they are, what uh, are their needs and uh, what they're looking for, and we try to reach out to others, others in the community in Nashville, and here who can help. Like for example, there's that furniture store guy that have we can reach out to them. Hey, we have this and this and this that would be great if you can help. Some of them actually would have like give you the things for free, and some of them would take a, a really small percentage. Them knowing that it's a nonprofit organization, and then knowing that it's helping people who are really in need. As I said, you talk to them, see what are their needs. Uh, some paperwork uh, as well that you can help them help them with. You go like look at, try to translate that for them with the help of others. Because as I said, I wasn't you at the time, but you still find a way to help them. Like it's not directly through me. I would know uh, the person that I can reach out to 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 help them with, with this. Right. Well, and what a gift that is for anybody. Anybody, wherever they're traveling, wherever they're living, um, and to especially encounter that and experience it when you're first as a refugee coming in. So, could it, because as a refugee, do they necessarily know they're coming to the United States? There was like other many countries that accepted refugees at the time, uh, but they somehow they came to the U.S. From different countries, especially Syria back then, and they just come and we 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 used to partner with uh, other organization. I'm not exactly remembering the name because, as I said, I was really new at that time. Whenever that happened, and through them, they would reach out to us. Hey, there's a family here. There's a family here, and we were also new. The the Murfreesboro Muslim Youth founded in 2015 uh, and they so that we were new and that it's it was kind of also hard to gain the trust of other organizations and other people or the refugees themselves as well but with time now uh, everyone knows who we are a non-profit 501c organization and um, people in nashville people in murfreesboro and tennessee we are like a well-known organization well, and I'll just comment on that, and and if you can add to it what you think, because I, th- I personally think it's so important for uh, anybody who may be interested in a brand new nonprofit and how to help them and what that means, and because clearly they were brand new when you first started with them, and here you are several years later still committed to the organization and to volunteering with them. Um, and just because of the age you are, I mean, it sounds like that they've been impactful in your life, at least in some way or another. So what would you say to anyone out there who might be considering volunteering with a brand new nonprofit? First of all, you need to love to give to others. I believe that volunteering, it's all about commitment. Like we know that people who volunteer, they're not forced to do this thing. They are not, um, they're not getting paid to do this thing. They are putting this time in volunteering because they want to, because they love volunteering and they want to help others. Uh, 
that's why I'm saying if someone volunteers, they have to commit. Like if we give you a project that is assigned to you, you and you get back to us and we try to help you with as much as we can, but you need to work on this project since you committed to this. We know you're not getting paid, you're not uh, um, forced, you're, you're doing this willingly. You said, yes, I'll be doing this. That means you need to commit to this. That's an idea that I always try to talk to the young youth about. Uh, as a youth coordinator uh, in the Memphis Bar of Muslim Youth, I always try to talk to the young youth about this. I always try to, we always try to make leaders out of them because that's how it should be. We can't always, the kind of, if I can say the old youth, we can't be always leading things and leading projects. We have to let them take lead of things, uh, help them through that. For example, if one of the young youth, like 15, 16 years old, comes, comes to me and, hey, Ash, we have, I have this idea. Can we do it? Uh, it's something like about the youth or a food drive for people who are in need or for the homeless or in general. I'll be like, yeah, just what is your idea? And then I would go like propose that idea to the board member and we might do some modifications to it for, for it to be to work really well. And then I get back to him. I get back to him. Hey, this is your idea. You are taking the lead of this. Here's the project. You tell me what you need to get this done. And throughout the day, you're going to find volunteers to help you get in this done. You're going to take the lead. You're going to, if we need to rent something, you got to go and talk to them to get that rent. If you need to get the food, you need to find that restaurants. We need to teach them to lead because they are the future of this organization. We can't just let them always follow us. And then, of course, I don't, don't just throw them there and let them do work by themselves. Like if they have any questions, they can get back to me and ask me uh, with things that I can help them with. We volunteering should always be about creating leaders to be leading in future and helping others in future and also for the other people in future to follow them as well. I think some people out there who are listening might be surprised at the understanding of what commitment means mm -hmm. coming from such a young person. And I say, go for it, because it is difficult when life gets in the way. And it's so easy for somebody to say, mm, no, I don't feel like doing that today. But the only way to grow the organization, whether it's brand new or not, is for those volunteers to follow through on what they committed to do. And I think what you've said just couldn't have been stated any more beautifully. So thank you for that. And I also like what you said about the how also your process is internally through the Murfreesboro Muslim Youth for the young ones to propose an idea, goes through its approval process before it takes action and becomes a reality. Whenever it comes to volunteering, you give without expecting to get anything back. Uh, from volunteering you like you give without remembering and also you need to receive without forgetting like if someone do something to you or help you with things you always need to keep this in mind that one day whenever I needed help someone volunteered to help me that was that a perfect example for this is some of the families that we helped whenever they first came to the U.S. 
whenever they needed that help, they didn't forget that one day they needed that help. And now they are helping others who are really in need after four or five years after they got themselves settled. And now they are helping others. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, I think I think it's just an, a never ending cycle. Uh, from volunteering, you like you give without remembering and but also you need to receive without forgetting. Like if someone do something to you or help you with things, you always need to keep this in mind that one day whenever I needed help, someone volunteered to help me. That was that a perfect example for this is some of the families that we helped whenever they first came to the U.S., whenever they needed that help, they didn't forget that one day needed that help. And now they are helping others who are really in need after four or five years after they got themselves settled. And now they are helping others. Beautiful. Beautiful. I think it's just an, a never ending cycle. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. Um, there's a, a saying for uh, our prophet Muhammad, be some blessings be upon him. That says the most beloved people to Allah, uh, to God, are those who are most beneficial. You try your best and uh, you just don't think like that's what I always also try to think about it that way. Talking about myself, like we all know that volunteering is a good thing. But that's not enough. And we all wish that if we can volunteer, if we have time to volunteer. But that's also not enough. You need to do. You need to consider volunteering. You need to, like, always be my think, like, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. But if you really, really consider that as a part of your life, you will, like, weekly, maybe an hour. Or if you do it an hour a month, if you start with an hour a month, volunteering, not specifically with any organization, just anything you can help around with, just one hour a month. And after that, one hour a week. You don't have to do it more than one hour a week. That's amazing. If you go with one hour a week, if every one of us do one hour a week, that is amazing. So always think of it that you are really helping people. There are really people out there that need your help with many things. And try to, as a parent, try to talk to your children about the importance of this and where to volunteer, the right people to volunteer with. For example, this or that organization are doing that much. Okay, then then look for the one that is helping really good and to go and try to help them. What advice would you give parents since you were a recent young person and still are in some ways? <laughs> I try to talk about them like they are 15, 16, 17. That's the, they are, I always say, they are the future of volunteering, the future of the organization. We need to put the work on them. That's why it's called Memphisboro Muslim Youth. They are the heart of this organization. Right. So tell me how you, what you would suggest to parents out there whose child might be interested in volunteering but doesn't know quite how or why or where. What advice would you give parents? The first advice I would give parents that you both need to go volunteer first in front of the child. So that child can see and then come to his dad or his mom, what you guys been doing today? Like, what did you do? 
hey, yeah, we've been volunteering with this organization to clean that street or to help that, that shelter or provide food for that food bank or whatever it is. So whenever that child see that this is a part of their, their parents' life, that's going to be a part of their life too. They don't have to go all in or get them to volunteer too much for them to get bored or feel tired of it. No, it's just a little bit, a little bit with time. Try, you try your best. I know parents sometimes are busy, but you try your best to get, like, to help them to get to their goal, which is volunteering. Because if you raise your kid that way, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be worried about them in the future because they know, they will know how to help themselves and help others as well. As a board member, it sounds like you are, you have a couple of different roles you play. You're a board member, which means you're leading in a strategic way, but mm -hmm. also you have a hands-on way that you're a, a youth leader or youth coordinator. Mm -hmm. So I'm a board member. We have three main categories that the MMI is taking care of. It used to be four. Now, actually, the fourth one is coming back soon after the new president's rule about refugees. So it used to be refugees, community service, interfaith, and youth. Now we have only the community service, youth, and interfaith. So I'm the board member who is responsible for all the youth activity, so as called as youth coordinator. That sounds like quite a lot of responsibility in an organization called <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We all we all help each other. It's not like Ash is taking care of youth. That means he's the only one who's working with, with on youth by himself, or that person is taking care of interfaith. We all get engaged with each other activities and help each other and support each other with getting the projects done. Isn't that the way it should be? It is a team effort. And even though individuals have activities that they're engaged with or responsible for or coordinating and helping place but in the end it really is a team effort and frankly if the team doesn't function then the whole thing falls apart sometimes like you just like some people and you just like feel like you're slacking you're not doing the the job or you're not doing the thing like like about this volunteering trust me if every time you're going to think about it this way you will not volunteer for a single thing because you're going to keep stepping out from everything. And instead of that, there's another thing. Like if you think, like for example, if, uh, if one that is assigned to a job from the board members or, it's, or me, I'm assigned to a specific project, I'll be like, uh, I'm, I'm really busy during this time of the month, for example. I'll be reaching out to other board members. Hey, can you take this over? Uh, uh, or help me managing this because I won't be putting much time on that. That's how we fix things. You don't just step out unless you think that you really, really won't be able to take in things for many months or for a year or something like that. I believe that you should step back and let someone else who have the time to get in and take over these things to help this organization. And I think that's one reason, too, for a lot of nonprofits to keep in mind a ladder of succession, because when one person is not able to fulfill the activities mm -hmm. life happens i mean people Absolutely. yeah whether you're at work or volunteering or just whatever it is life happens and things get in the way and and so that's where a ladder of succession helps for um what is it in football where you have players on the bench ready mm -hmm. to step in exactly yeah. 
And that's, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm and not that's, a sports person, but that's the closest I can come. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's why we have two of our board members are called vice, that they're not assigned to any of those three categories. So those vices helps with other things, helps in case something happens with one of the people who are assigned to a specific category, they step in to work and get the, try to get the work done. I like that idea. That is a cool idea that um, I'll be considering. We are seven. We have uh, the president, and then we have three uh, boys and three girls in the board member. We are seven board members. That's actually a new structure where we came up with almost a couple of years ago. Is there anything that you would like to address? Oh, do you volunteer with other places as well? We, there's a thing. As, since we started to be, get bigger and bigger, I have, I, I committed to this organization. We partner up with other organizations on projects many of the times. So you basically build in a network with other organizations here in Murfreesboro and in Nashville. This is a great I, or a place for you to say that you also volunteer for your mosque or maybe still mm -hmm. for MTSU mm -hmm. or whatever else. Absolutely. And um, because we want to make sure people realize that they can engage with the entire community. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be all in one only. That's it. Absolutely. I was trying to put that in a like good way that I was trying to build it in my mind. But so I see your point. For us as an organization, we partnership with other nonprofit organizations and work on specific projects. And also as individual, like for sometimes you volunteer we with the mosque here, the Islamic Center of Murfreesboro, and also in MTSU, whenever uh, some there's an opportunity that I know of that uh, I can be a part of. I absolutely like try and go and like help the students there with things, especially really, uh, we had a few event, a couple of events in the engineering department, MTSU that uh, we helped with. So you don't have to stick with one organization. It's not about like, uh, like, yeah, this is, I just, this is my organization. I just help with this one. That's it. I don't help with others. No, it's volunteering. It should, whenever you can, and there's something you're really interested in volunteering, just go ahead. And that's what always we encourage our youth is like go as an individual, look on things, uh, look into things that you really interested in volunteering. We might not do it here. Why not? Just go and uh, get yourself engaged with others, build your own network. I'm thinking about you as a young professional, you volunteering as a young professional and that role that it has in your career. A lot of people volunteer in order to or maybe to help them with developing skills in their career and sometimes people young professionals especially do it to benefit their career mm -hmm. sometimes that's taken as a bad thing and sometimes it's taken as a good thing mm -hmm. so i didn't know if you had anything to say about absolutely so Sometimes some people reach out to you that, hey, they would like send you, I need some volunteer hours for a class or for that or for that. And I will say, absolutely, absolutely. Just come volunteer. We have this, just, we have these projects coming in. We're going to be working on 
And that's what most likely was before COVID, you know, whenever any social distancing required. Uh, so, and they would reach out, yeah, you just look at those projects, see what you can help with, and you would like to participate and come in. You never reject someone who would like want to volunteer, no matter what is their purpose. As I said, they are here to help. Just let them with their intentions that nothing of your, that's, that really doesn't like something, that's something I really like, it's not like I don't care about, but it's like, that's just their intention now. They want to work with on this because of, they need the volunteering hours for a specific class or a job. Okay, absolutely, you're welcome. Whenever they come, you talk to them about, in general, you just don't sit with them. Like, hey, we have these kind of things. Would you like to volunteer again? And guess what? Many people, whenever they see the work they do and they try it for the first time, the second time, many people like, they start reaching out to you. Hey, is there something we can help with? Is there something I can like participate in? So absolutely, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't feel ashamed that you are, like sometimes you would think of yourself like, look, I've never volunteered and now I want to just volunteer just to get the hours. What a shame. No, just don't feel that. Absolutely. That's that's the feeling that will always prevent you from volunteering. So don't have that feeling and uh, just always volunteer, reach out. And uh, many, many actually, or you have that, like you can put that on your resume. I had that on my resume whenever I graduated that I'm a board member in the Murfreesboro Muslim Youth, that we are a nonprofit organization, I had it. So it's really good that lets, that lets the employer to see that you are some, someone who are willing to work with others, that you are someone who been posed to different mindsets, different people, uh, you know how to deal with others, with, with different mentalities, with different ethnicities, uh, that shows others, no matter how different they are from you, uh, color or religion or ethnicity. That's something uh, really okay to do. Yes, and it highlights what you're talking about are those intangible skills that employers are looking for, which are so hard to figure out if people really have them before they're hired or not. That's why it can be so risky from the employer's viewpoint. Mm -hmm. so when they see you volunteer on the resume, uh, that that at least gives them ideas of ways that they that you might have certain skills to mm -hmm. benefit that new company absolutely before we go do you have any final thoughts that you would like to get across um or to leave us with or maybe a message or two that you just haven't had the opportunity to talk about today Put volunteering in your mind as something, as a part of your life. This is something is a part of my life. As like I go to work, I eat, I drink to live. You have to like think of volunteering that way. Uh, volunteering will always open new doors for you uh, to deal with others, uh, to work with others, Knowing, knowing uh, different backgrounds, knowing others' stories, sometimes we really don't appreciate what we have. So whenever you go and work with some people and see the need they are in, you just like think, look at yourself and think, man, I'm really thankful for what I have. Volunteering helps you in many ways in your life, such as, can you finish out that thought? 
volunteering helps you in many ways in your life, uh, such as helps you to accept others, helps you to know how to deal with others with different mindsets, helps you to appreciate what you have, helps you to explore new words that you mo- you maybe like never heard of, like you never like thought that there are people out there that much in need. Do you thought like you might, some people might think like, yeah, everyone's like, okay, no, not everyone is okay. There are people there that really needs the help. And you are not just someone who just, you really know a lot about others because you dealt with many people. You dealt with many nationalities, with many cultures, with many religions. That gives you a really good knowledge for you to use in your life in future. I am so glad you came here today, Ashra. (laughs) Thank you so much. Life is better having listened to you. And I, I just thank you very much for sharing your time and your passion for volunteering in all the different ways you volunteer and, and for your commitment, obviously it, it, it's tangible. So thank you for sharing yourself this way and for allowing our listeners to listen to you and your story and passion. Uh, thank you uh, so much. Uh, you are welcome. And I truly appreciate you guys for having me today. I hope that this helps uh, a lot of people and they open their mind to things that maybe they never thought about, things they never considered because that's how, that's how I was. And talking to others, listening what others say, I learn every day. Like sometimes you use to like get mad for maybe not having like enough people showing up for this specific thing, or you just shouldn't just get mad because that's volunteering. They chose not to show up. It's okay. You go with the event you have with the number of people you have. You have the same excitements you already had. And then after that, you start working and thinking why a lot of people didn't show up, why a lot of people like for example, didn't consider this and keep working, be patient and keep working and that's how things get better. So well said. And I hope everybody listening will take that in and be able to apply that. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you to Murfreesboro Muslim Youth and your mosque and the different places that you serve and frankly, the entire community benefits. Thank you so much. Thank you. Really appreciate the work you guys do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Doing Good Podcast. Follow us online at Doing Good TV on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, or YouTube. Together, we are celebrating those who do good.